Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsborough, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 138. You Can't Fool Bill Gates. Suppose I were to offer to play a game with you. From a set of three six-sided dice labeled A, B, and C, we each choose a die. We then have ten rounds in which we roll our die, and the higher number wins. Furthermore, the dice obey the following property. Die A beats die B two-thirds of the time, and die B beats die C two-thirds of the time. And since I'm such a nice guy, I'll let you choose your die first. According to a popular anecdote, Warren Buffett challenged Bill Gates to just such a game. What do you think Bill did? Intuitively, you might think this is easy. If die A is better than die B, and die B is better than die C, then you should just choose die A, and you'll kick my butt. However, there's one piece of information you don't have. Die C will also beat die A two-thirds of the time. So no matter which die you choose, I can then choose one which will probably beat it. At first, this might seem very odd. We're used to situations that obey a transitive law. If A is greater than B, and B is greater than C, then A is greater than C as well. But there's no reason an arbitrary mathematical operation, such as has two-thirds probability of winning, should obey a transitive law. A set of three dice with circular victory odds where die A is likely to beat die B, die B likely beats die C, and die C likely beats die A are known as non-transitive dice. This is not merely theoretical, it's pretty easy to construct a set of non-transitive dice. One simple example consists of the following. With die A contain the numbers 2, 4, and 9, die B contains 1, 6, and 8, and die C contains 3, 5, and 7. We're repeating each number twice on the dice, so each roll is only selecting among three numbers. The probabilities are easy to calculate. If we roll two of the dice, there are three times three, or nine possible combinations. By enumerating the possible results, we see that A beats B five-ninths of the time, B beats C five-ninths of the time, and C beats A five-ninths of the time. For example, the five winning combinations of A versus B are 2-1, 4-1, 9-1, and 9-8, and the losing ones are 2, 6, 2, 8, 4, 6, and 4, 8. Doing the calculations shows that these numbers are indeed correct. But why does the situation make sense? Why don't the probabilities of victory obey a transitive law? With simple numbers, A is greater than B, and B is greater than C implies that A is greater than C. Why doesn't this work for probability? The cheap, though accurate, answer is to say we just did the calculations, so trust them and stop bugging me. But that does seem a bit unsatisfying. I was actually surprised how difficult it was to find an answer to this complaint on the web. Many pages describe examples and calculate the possibilities, but nobody seems to attempt a good common sense explanation. Here's my best attempt. I think the intuition is that there are numerous low results which sometimes win locally but are not great overall. For example, a 2 on die A will sometimes win against die B, which has a 1, but always lose against die C, where all numbers are 3 or higher. So a set of winning cases of A versus B does not directly overlap the winners in B versus C. The high numbers on die A make up for some of the low numbers. Since you can't accumulate your good results and carry them forward, the fact that A beats B most of the time cannot directly be rolled over into saying that A beats anything B can beat. Thus a transitive law cannot be applied. I know, a little messy to explain, but once you enumerate the cases, I think it'll kind of make sense. If you can come up with a nicer explanation, please email eric at mathmutation.com to tell me about it. Oh, and to complete the anecdote in my opening, it turns out that Bill Gates was a little too smart to be fooled by the non-transitive dice. 
After he looked at the numbers on them, he agreed to play the game as long as Warren Buffett chose first. Hopefully, next time you're challenged at your local billionaire's club, you'll be just as clever. And this has been your Math Mutation for today.